Just a couple of boys from WA. But if you're not, that's okay. It's the Mitchell and Michael Show. Welcome, everybody, to the podcast. A good show today. We've got the Aussie edition of the Titanic, the Tinitanic. The Tinitanic. Uh, it's like when um, Bali, not when they steal movies, but you know when they like make movies? Yeah, that happens a lot in uh, Bollywood, I believe. They yes. do their version of a film. Yeah, and that's what we're, we're doing now. There's also a backflip. In the weather, oh, does that mean the floods have stopped? No, it's not as they good as wish. that. It's just uh, just the names. Uh, I can also tell you how to spot a sociopath in the workplace. Uh, for Michael, it's very easy. <laughs> <laughs> it's called looking across the desk. Uh, uh, but we will uh, we will start to. Oh no, we got freak injuries as well because um, an Australian cricketer is his career over. No, but his summer might be, so he might he might have to sit out, like, this is their season, like, sit out the oh, season. Oh, no, so he'll just probably have to spend his time playing golf. But he, but he can't. Oh, what? How? How? Why? Huh? Uh, but we'll kick it off with, oh, we've got Friday Funnies too, but, like, the way we've got to do the show, we everyone knows this, dive into local paper, comic book strip. Oh, so Friday Funnies first. Yep. Ben and Harvey. then Ben Harvey on the way. It's all bloody, it's all, it's all, it's a Friday. Friday Funnies. That's right. We like to dive into the local comics of your local paper, and depending on how good they are, that will determine how good your weekend will be. Uh, busy weekend for you, Mitch. What do we got? Uh, what's on? Oh, uh, Community Achievement Awards. Community Achievement Awards? Yeah, the WA Community Achievement Awards. Yeah, I've just been saying, the gala where I get free stuff, uh, but no, apparently it's like big deal. So everyone's coming around from the state. I think it's at the Perth Hyatt. Yeah, everyone's making the making the trek. Yeah. Uh, congratulations to all the nominees. But let's uh, let's see how they're going to go. Let's start with Beyond the Black Stump. Uh, it is a classic, like Australiana. It's always like Australian animals. We've got a pelican and a koala. Two panel comic. Uh, the pelican is has a sign that says "Lawnmowers cheap," and uh, the koala goes, "Wow, fifteen ninety nine." That's $15.99. He's like, why so cheap? And, the, and then it pans out in the second panel. And they're standing, like, in the desert. And the pelican goes, you work it out. Oh, because there's no grass. There's no grass. Okay. So he's a chump if he buys it at all. Nice. Good yeah, sir. good one. Uh, next up, Swamp, Gary Clark. Yeah. Uh, we know him. Well, we had him on the show. Yeah, we did. Uh, he's, he's gone from crabs to ducks. Oh, okay. He's really into ducks at the moment, I've noticed. Uh, and these ducks are like in military gear, three-panel comic, and the, like, the sergeant duck is like, I need a volunteer for a secret mission. And one of the other ducks like marches over to him. And he's like, Private Smith has sent me to say he secretly accepts. Get it? <laughs> yeah. He's <laughs> like, I'm not dobbing in me, mate. Gotcha. Yeah, take the initiative. Finally, uh, Insanity Street. One panel comic. Uh, much like the Far Side, if you know Gary Larson's Far Side. Uh, it's these antelope that are in hospital. And they're, like, pretty banged up. One of them's, like, on the bed. The other one has, like, crutches. And the one on the crutches goes... Goes, stupid zebras, I knew we should never have listened to them. Special crossing indeed. Uh, <laughs> so they going on, on a zebra being bloody hit by a car. So, in summary, the yeah. weekend, there's going to be a lot of effort. Mm. But it, I think it'll be somewhat predictable. Yeah. You know. And no, nothing surprising or fun. Like 
So enjoy the gala tonight. Uh, enjoy, uh, particularly if you're a nominee, maybe you'll win. Yep. But also consider, if there's like five noms, four of you are going to lose. Yep. That's what the comics have taught us this morning. There's more losers than winners in this world. X, crime, sport, finance. You've heard the news before, but not like this. <laughs> it's Up Early with Ben Ha-Harvey. Michael Ross, give me the news. Green Senator Lydia Thorpe has stepped stepped down after it has been alleged that she didn't disclose a romantic relationship with a former Rebels bikey boss. This man was Dean Martin. Well, oh. ain't that a kick in the head? <laughs> Everybody loves somebody. Oh, is that another episode? Okay, yeah. And that's amore. That's love. Yeah, yeah that's that's real love, right that's there. Love. Uh, he's actually AFL superstars uh, Dusty Martin's uncle. Bet they kept the relationship on the brown low. Nice. I <laughs> uh, did that one in the office yesterday. <laughs> uh, Telethon is back where the entire country will, of course, try to raise millions and millions of dollars to cover Basil's appearance fee. He's a very demanding man. He is. Uh, finally, Liz <laughs> Truss uh, has resigned as British PM after just six weeks in the top job, making it the shortest tenure in England's history. Even Ned Brockman ran for longer than her. Nice. Also, like, true. Yeah, very true. Yeah. <laughs> it was at the... Did it, was, it was pretty much like... During their tenure. Yeah. yeah. Imagine, Imagine that. <laughs> PM, he's running 100Ks a day. It'd be like when guys went to the mood. <sighs> and you come back and you're like, what's happened? <laughs> <laughs> no, nothing, because they reckon Boris might be back. So no. at, least, at least for yeah, for at least for Ned Brockman, he's like, "What happened?" <laughs> uh, I'm starting to get in a crowded apartment block as uh, the person at two apartments above uh, has started moving in. I can't remember if I told you this on air or not, but she like took my car park and I was like, "Oh, that's oh, yeah. my car park," and she was all like, "No, nah, I talked to the strata. They said you can park anywhere," and I was like, "Well, then why is it at two there?" And she's like, "I don't know who put that there," and I was like, "I don't <laughs> know who put that there." Yeah, and so basically, like. Um, I like I've got that sorted, but she's she's a weird lady. Okay, okay, she's about mm, let's say la, 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 let's go forty seven. Let's go like I I need you to know that there's no no romantic interest there. Not because she's <laughs> okay. forty seven. You no, know me. Say, I've done that before. I was going to say you you can trust Mitchell Tinley's assumption on on women in their forties. He's bang on. Bang the age. on. He knows that decade well. Yes, I do, and. Look, she's uh, she's been having lots of people help her move in, and it's been quite annoying because they like park just like in the driveway, like it's a house, even though there's like multiple cars that need to come in and out. And look, it's really really bad. But when she talks to me, it's like she's not happy she has to live here. Right. And I look, I get it. It's a slightly cracky apartment. It'd be like it's like <laughs> your first property because it is my first property. Okay, and I don't know her thing. She has mentioned ex husband before, right? But she's like, okay, cool, I'm living here, right? It is, it is what it is. And when she's talking to me, there's this thing of like where she did, oh, are you renting or owning? And as soon as I said owning, she's like she didn't speak to me like a peasant. You know what I mean? Like she wanted to be like, yeah. oh, look at those dirty renters. Rent, rent. <laughs> landlord. Yeah, she mm. did a bit of that. She was like, ah, bloody strata, blah, 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 blah. Come for tea, landlord, with the landlady. Yeah, it was very, very weird. And uh, and she's talking about all this stuff that she like wants to do because we're like kind of just out the front of my house. Mine's on the ground a yeah. level and the steps take it all the way up to hers. And she's like, oh, yeah, I just want to like, she's like, 
oh, if I'm going to live here. And everyone's like, oh, you don't want to live there. And she's like, yeah, well, like, if I do, I'm going to bloody do this and this and, like, rip up the floorboards and the carpets and the blinds. Basically, like, she's like, the whole house is well, crap. Got it. Yeah. Which is like, I get. Yeah. Best I can do right now. You know what I mean? But, like, and if she's got, like, money to to do it up and might like, go for it. You know what I mean? Like yeah, I, I would yeah. too type thing. And I, even when I bring people over cars, it's a little cracky, but it's mine. Yeah. You know, like a mile is mine. And uh, anyway, so she goes like, oh, do you, do you want to see? Because she offered me like the blinds because she's getting rid of them. Oh, do you want these blinds? Yeah. And she's like, do you want to have a, have a look at them? Which is weird because like, if I was a 20-year-old girl, you'd be like, mate, what are you doing? Don't go into other people's apartments. But for some reason, yeah. as like a 30-year-old man, I was, just, I was just like, do 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 You're all right. All right, I can take her. And, of course. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, and so she, we're like going upstairs. And uh, I walk into her house and keep in mind, she's told me about like all the things she wants to do to it. Like everything. That, everything. Yeah. I walk in and I was like, oh, wow. Like I was like, oh, the floorboards. Oh, the carpet. Oh, like the... The window, oh. You've done a great job. Yeah. I was like, you've done a great job type thing. But all I said was like, wow. And she was like, yeah, I want to get rid of it. It all looks disgusting. And I was like, oh, Oh. because it looks better than mine. (laughs) (laughs) uh, Great times in Kananara as the Splash Park has like finally opened after like plenty of delays. They put $3.2 million dollars into the Splash Park, and it looks incredible. Like, they have slides, pools. It's, like, it's absolutely fantastic, and uh, everyone was there, like the uh, the member for for East Kimberley uh, in uh, Davinia Diana oh, and mate. David Templeman. Yeah, uh, just watch out. They were all there for the official opening, and what an opening it was, as everyone, like, got in the water, had a great time, until... There was a code brown. Oh, no. Oh, this is, it is, what it, it is what you think. Code brown. There's poop in the water? Means there's poop in the water. What? And, uh. So people were in the water? People in the water. People enjoying the slides, enjoying the, enjoying yeah. the, like, the tipping buckets and everything. And had their own little slide. And, uh, <laughs> as, uh, as the Kimberly Echo put it, they had to play a different game of, is that a log or a croc? And, uh, uh, and this is the, probably the one time in your life you wished it was a croc. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, the, the sad thing is, is that they then had to shut the park mm. and they have to clean everything. Yeah, it's weird. When it's there's like, code brown, you've got to clean everything. Back in my day, you just used to scoop it out and continue. Yeah. Yeah, well, it was also Darwin, so that's add another 10 years back. Was it already there when you got to the pool in Darwin, where you're like, just get that yeah. one out so we can and get it? And we're in. like, oh, no, don't swim in our drinking water. <laughs> so the uh, the park has revealed potentially the culprit okay. of the Code Brown. Oh, can you do that? They believe it was a baby. So that's why they, so they put out a reminder, they're like, babies and toddlers, if you can wear like aqua nappies. Yeah, they're supposed like, to be aqua nappies. Then uh, th- that would be like greatly appreciated. Because it's completely natural that when like, when babies hit water, they like, they, they like relax up and they're like, oh, this is nice. I'm very yeah, comfy and here. And they can't control anyway. Yeah. And then it, that it's just straight out. <sighs> and you know, it's, you can't blame them. How long does it, it take before the uh, pool gets back in? To like, I think it's re- I think it's reopening uh, for the weekend. So, <laughs> bit of a bit of a bumpy start. 
Well, I, I was. It was reported that it was a bit bumpy. Times greatest hits on Triple M. Jimmy Barnes there. It is Oztober. Triple M.com.au is where you head over to vote on the playlist. We're getting into the countdown next week. Be listening this afternoon to see who the winner is going to the Oztober Garage Sessions. Now, Margaros, I want to tell you and everyone how they can spot a sociopath in the like office. Like a damn sociopath! Uh, look, things to look out for in the office. Are they charming and oh. superficial? Oh, oh okay. <laughs> Completely lacking in emotion or the ability to empathize with others, okay? Unpredictable and unreliable at work. They lie to anyone that they can get away with it. They blame others for their mistakes. They take unnecessary risks out of boredom. They continue to make the same errors over and over again. They use their appearance for sex or self-promotion. They openly make threatening remarks or harm to others. (laughs) They don't remain in their job for too long, consistently changing career paths. And finally, they commit illegal activity because they can. Okay. There's a lot going on here. So yeah, these are all defining characteristics of a sociopath. I don't know where your brain went. How many did I get? Yeah, there's a, there was a lot in there. It's like there a, a lot. Woman's Weekly. <laughs> <laughs> like a dolly mag. Yeah. <laughs> Personality quiz. Uh, now, yeah, I'm sorry to tell you, but you did tick a lot of those boxes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there were some that definitely stood out. You don't change careers a lot. Like, no. you're not bouncing. No, I'm not. Uh, you've been doing radio. We've been doing the show for like six plus years. Uh I've tried to use it for self-promotion. <laughs> but you definitely use your appearance for that, because that was in there as well. That's true. <laughs> um, yeah, no, there's a lot going on there. Like, is there a threshold? Does it say how many need to be passed to determine someone to be a sociopath? It says nine or more is is a concern. Okay. Under nine is just, you might not want to hang around. I think we're looking at, we're looking at a nine or more. You reckon? I, you go, let's go again. Let's go again. And I'll give you, I'll give you digs and dogs, right? Charming. Yeah. Lacking in emotion. I'm a victim blamer. But you, you're not lacking in emotion, so I don't agree with that one. Uh, unpredictable, unreliable at work. Oh, like, you're unpredictable, yes, but you're not unreliable. But I'm going to say you're unpredictable. Uh, lies to see what they can get away with. Yes. <laughs> you lie constantly. Bl- blame of others for their own mistakes. Oh, no. I, yeah, think, so I, think you, I think you will wear it. Yeah, because I know my bloody talent to carry me through. Uh, <laughs> takes the charm. Takes unnecessary risks yep. out of boredom. <laughs> uh, continues to make the same errors over and over again. Yep. <laughs> Uses their appearance for... Yep. yep. Uh, openly makes threatening remarks. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Commits illegal activity because they can. You, I mean, you did in your youth. Yeah, right, I would so say... Right. So. And finally doesn't remain in a job for too long. Constantly changes career path. I don't do that. You don't do that. Okay. That's nine out of 11. You got nine. Ah, that's not good. (laughs) Expected injuries after Josh Inglis, who is a Scorchers star uh, for the Perth Scorchers, Mm -hmm. uh, he was really shaping up to be a chance to feature in this year's 2020 World Cup, which is hosted here in Australia, Uh, but not anymore after a freak injury while he was playing golf. What what happened? Blow a knee out. Is that what you're thinking? Like on, like on your drive? To swing on the drive, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Maybe hit by a ball? 
Like yeah. he, I've heard of that happening to maybe because you're saying it's a freak injury. Maybe freak it's injury. Like, maybe he's got a broken heart because his wife divorced him because he spent too much time on the course. Yeah, that'll happen. Yeah. Uh, the golf club shattered in his hands. What? So he's had a swing at the ball. Yeah, hit the ground, and the the club has broken on the shaft and sliced open his hand. Wow. Let me tell you what. That wouldn't happen if he was using Callaway. <laughs> They're your sponsor? Oh, I would like them to be. <laughs> Taylor made. Yeah. So what, like, it sliced his hand? Like, because yeah. it's, it's like, it's metal, but it's not like, it's like fiberglassy sort of. Yeah, they can often have carbon fiber. So that's, yeah, what did it end up? So it, so as he hit the ground, the club has snapped, and I guess his hand has slid onto the snap, oh. and it's sliced open the palm of his hand. He's a batter, and they reckon he's he's done. No, there will be no World Cup for him. Oh. As you've got to be really careful with any injuries to like the palm of your hand and that sort of thing. A lot of nerve endings of that, and uh, it was gutting, gutting for Josh Inglis. But so, like, that's not what you were expecting to happen when you go play no. golf. No, not at all. Unexpected injuries on one eight hundred zero double one triple six. Now he won't when he hits it. He won't be saying four in any sport. <laughs> <laughs> Michael, good times and greatest hits. It's getting weird. one 800 We're talking unexpected injuries after Josh Inglis, uh, a well-known Perth mm. Scorcher uh, batsman. He had a freak injury on the golf course when his club shattered in his hands and he sliced open the palm of his hand. He must have hit the ground, right? Yeah, and, you know, being a batsman, he's hit it pretty hard. Yeah, that's... Uh... To break the club. Or he just needs better gear from Golf Box. <laughs> What's that? Golf Box is a shop where you can buy oh, I all know. your... I, I buy direct from Callaway. <laughs> <laughs> Send them this way. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking unexpected injuries. So we've got uh, Scotty from Big Thara on the line now. Scott, uh, have you had an unexpected injury? So I was um, just a few years into high school, year eight or year nine, it's the end of lunchtime and I was walking back to class and um, just with my mates and suddenly... I found myself flat on the ground. And I don't know really what had happened. Um, I felt like this impact on the side of my face, like at the top of my head, right next to the temple. I put my hand to my temple and I was bleeding profusely. And I looked down and what had hit me was like a 50 cent piece. Oh, and I don't know how it happened. I don't think someone was just like ditching their coins around after lunch. Somebody must have just like dropped their wallet and it just hit a particular angle, but it mm. hit me with such force that right next to my temple, I had just like dropped to the floor and I still have the scar to this day. And I, it's, uh, yeah, it's, I don't know, it's, it's an odd one. It's a very odd injury. I just literally was just walking forward. Suddenly I'm, you know, surrounded by all my friends going, what the hell, why is he bleeding? And then I'm looking and I see a bloody coin next to me and I had to assume that that was it. Well, bloody coin slot in your head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's an everyday occurrence, I'm sure, in Mika Thara, I don't know. Did you get any good nickname, like Fitty Sands yeah, or, or Pokies? Oh, or... <laughs> did you, it... you hit it right on the head straight ah. away. I was Fitty. I was Fitty for, for the next year or so, yeah. Did it knock you senseless? <laughs> <laughs> Nah, it's a serious injury. We hope you're okay. <laughs> Thanks, Scott. Thanks, mate. Girls, we're talking about the weather. It's raining, man. Hallelujah. 
ironically, by the Weather Girls. Uh, Magaros, yesterday we talked about the artist formerly known as Bomb. Uh, <laughs> yes. They're now the Bureau. Uh, How they doing? For the weather. Well, mate, uh, they're in the weather business. Didn't know they were in the gymnastics business because they've backflipped. They've said in an official statement... Uh, the community is welcome to refer to the Bureau in any way they wish, including referring to us as the bomb. Why have they changed? The like, Because didn't they drop? Didn't they drop hundreds of thousands of dollars on mm-hmm. the rebrand mm-hmm. only for them to go, no, nah, it's all right, you can call us what you like. They just said that their feedback from everyone has indicated that... Uh, can sometimes reduce the effectiveness of our messaging. So they think that like what they're trying to what they were trying to get across, it's kinda of had like a negative effect. But they said, Hey, it's great, everyone's talking about it. Business as usual. Do we still have to refer to them though as different because they said the community. Does that mean that we as the media, do we still have to say in our news bulletins like the Bureau? No. It just says and they quote, follow your heart. <laughs> <laughs> really? <Yeah. laughs> so you want to call them bum? Call them bum. You know uh, what I mean? It's like, call me whatever you like. And in this case, they're like, call me like whenever you like. Like, just, we're, the, we're here for you. Yeah. You, know? you want to be the bum? There's never no weather. No. Nah. You know, so there's there's never no bulb. We have opened a brand new production company. Oh, this make, is, yeah, this is amazing. Just making, like, films even better by applying that Aussie filter. Because we think of all the great Aussie films. Chopper. Oh. Mad Max. But we even make Thor now. Like, Australia makes yeah. blockbusters. Like, te- and technically, I'm going to claim Lord of the Rings in New Zealand. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll claim that as well. Yeah. We're doing that with the music this whole time. Yeah. Uh, and we're taking on one of the highest grossing films of all time. Possibly the highest grossing film. The Castle. No, the uh, um, that might be highest grossing in Australia. But worldwide, Titanic. And what happens when you put a filter over Titanic and you make it more Aussie? You get the tinny tannic. Yeah, nah, yeah, nah. Nah, yeah, nah. Yeah, nah, yeah, nah, my. Yeah. Bloody hell, Jack. I can't stand me fiancé. Thanks for taking me out on the Tinny Tannic. Is he getting back from the pub anytime soon? Not as long as his durries and Bundy hold out. Let's head back to the ramp, Jack. I want to show you something. Oh, that's nice. What is it? A Commodore? It's a Monaro. A very rare Monaro, Jack. It's cows. And he loves it more than me. Jack, I want you to take pics of me. Like one of your OnlyFans girls. With the Monaro. Alright, but don't take offence to this. But if you're looking to make good coin, you'll need to offer something a little different. No, Jack. With the Monaro. Oh, yeah, that freaky stuff will do well. Uh, Someone else is heading back uh, to St Kilda. Uh, It's all but confirmed, they believe that, Ross Lyon, Outman Ross, the boss, who works for Triple M Footy, he'll be getting back in the game, back in St Kilda, after like 11 years after leaving them. He's going home. You lying, Ross? 
<laughs> well, he's toyed with us before. Yeah, this is the thing. Yeah, he because he got close with the Carlton job, mm. he got close with the Essendon job, but then he always goes, no, nah, actually, uh, I, I walked away pretty early. I reckon he's the one that, like, when his wife's like, I'm thinking of, and he goes, I want a divorce. And then he goes, I said it. He goes, I said it. I said it. I said it first. Me? I left her. And uh, and now he's going back. Yeah, to the team he took to a drawing grand final. Mm. And another losing one. So he took them to two years of grand finals, played lots of finals with St. Kilda, Mm. then sort of snuck out on them. So he got three grand finals. In two years. Wow. <laughs> no one's even, done that. Do you reckon that's how he leads the, the interview? And he's like, I got two grand finals in one year. Who's done that? <laughs> Tell me. Uh, what's it going to be like, though, to head back to, you know, to an old partner? I come to you, a man with experience. Mm. Uh, how is this going to play out? I've both been the guy. I've also watched that happen. <laughs> as the other guy, um, you just pretend it never happened. Is it? Yeah. Is that is that the You'd easiest way to, to play? It? Because who has more or, power, the returning person or the person who is being returned to? Uh, whoever is like more desperate obviously looks right. worse. So, which I feel is Saint Kilda. Yes, they're mm. begging him to come back. Please come back, Ross. Where they, even though they broke up with him, because this is the mistake. A lot of people think if I break up with you, I'm the powerful one. No, 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 no. Yeah. It's the whoever breaks the no contact rule after. So whoever comes and gets them. <laughs> it's footy, mate. There's always contact. That's, but that's what I mean. <laughs> I reckon St. Kilda has gone out to get him. Yeah. That makes St. Kilda embarrassing. Where if, if Ross Lyon applied for the job, like as in it was on seek, and I think I did see it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but like, yeah, that... So St. Kilda's the desperate one. So Ross, uh, Ross has the power right now. Yeah. Ross is will be and you look at their, as the boss. You look at their suitors. Like, I've done this before. I'm not saying all of them, but I've looked at my exes before and going, yeah, but, like, who are the other candidates? Right. So you still think that... So that mean, means that St. Kilda then still have a little bit of power. Like, because he, look at Essendon. They considered taking back the, the one that cheated on them. <laughs> If you enjoyed the Mitchell and Michael podcast, remember to subscribe, leave a review and share with your mates.